Hello and welcome back to the Left on the Bench podcast. As usual, I've got myself, Jacob O'Connor, and Adam Trandafilo here. Uh, today's episode, probably talking about, is the title race back on? Uh, Wembley week for Liverpool fans, and just going over the Premier League as well. Let's go! Now, um, alrighty, um, let's get into it. Uh, you know the sa- the same old routine. Uh, like and share it if you're enjoying what we're putting out. But um, yeah, um, a, a good a good week for Liverpool fans, I must say. Um, we're we're on our way to Wembley. Yep, Liverpool, decent week. Yeah, Liverpool versus Chelsea in the in the final this weekend. Yeah, but um. Yeah, let's let's get into I guess the the Premier League to start off with. Start the Premier League. So um, as we said in the title, is the Premier League title race back on? So quick little uh, quick little info on what happened. Uh, so Liverpool do a routine win against Norwich three one. Uh, it was a bit tougher than probably it should have been, but we got away with the win. As I said to you the other day, you guys just teased Norwich. You gave them the lead to start with. You let them run all over you on the counter-attack that first half. And then you went, all right, you, you tried, you didn't get as far as you wanted. Now it's time for us to turn on the burners. And what happens? Allison out of the hands, assist most Salah with the most beautiful touch. That touch was golden. And silly finish and bang. Yeah. Sets and, you guys off. And like, well, I think, so the Mane got the overhead kick first. Yeah, Mane and, started off with that and, overhead. Yeah, and then from then on, it's like, all right, well, this is what Liverpool does. Yep. See you later, Norwich. And then just after we've talked trash on Man United and Tottenham, what happens, Adam? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so United did the double. Um, they beat Brighton 2-0. Uh, and then they went on and beat Leeds 4-2. Uh, both of which were not convincing games, in, no. in any honesty. But they're still wins. And they're still, still points wins. on the board. It's points on the boards to put them back in the top four. Um, this is why we're not pundits of any, <laughs> of any stretch of the imagination, because then what do Spurs do? We, well, they did what we said Spurs would do. They would turn up against City. And what did they do? They turned up against City, and I'm so absolutely upset. In the most unbelievable turn of events as well. That game had almost everything. And Spurs fans will probably say it's the best game of the season, but uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure City fans will beg to disagree on that one. Uh, well, yeah, like, for starters, it was a Kulisevsky debut goal in the fourth minute of the game on our counter-attack. I'll give them that. It was a beautiful ball from Kane to Sun. Just, and Sun wow. just did the unselfish thing to square it across to Dejan, who finished it through the legs of, of Cancelo. Like, even, even when Sun squared that, I'm like, that was almost the wrong move from almost. Sun. Almost. Like, it... Uh... It had every chance to be a, a, a missed opportunity for them to take the lead early. But they took it, and they ran with it until Gundogan equalised, and I thought, sweet, yep. And then Harry Kane scores. Back to starting to show a bit more of his form, and I don't know if he just had a vendetta against us or what, because, you know, (laughs) for the one time... you didn't didn't sign me. This is what I can do to you. Yeah, Yeah. so he does that. We get a penalty in the 92nd. Mares absolutely sends it express post. The composure to just go top corner then in the 92nd minute is like I have to say Myers is probably the best penalty taker in the world right now. Oh yeah. All of his penalties that he's that he has taken have been top bin goals. He yeah. doesn't go low. 
goes high and out of reach. Uh, I've been told that um, we talk a lot of lingo in this football podcast, so top bins, by the way, <laughs> uh, is the top corner of the goal. Yes. I've, I've been told that we're very confusing for, for new football listeners. <laughs> well, get get ready. Yeah? There's a lot of lingo going on. When I say it's an express post, think of, a, of an envelope, shall you, where you put a postage stamp is usually in the top corner of the envelope. That's it. That is why I'm referencing us. It, it was sent express post. And as in terms of using players' names, I'm sorry, that's just their names. We have to use their names. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. I can't just start calling people Fred and John just yeah, for your benefit. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> that's their names. <laughs> Gonna have to deal with it. Uh, but yeah, that game then ended with Harry Kane heading the ball at the 95th minute to win the game for Spurs. Just for uh, new football listeners, uh, there is only 90 minutes in a football game, so that was uh, yes. seven minutes of additional time. Yes. Injury Two goals time. in injury time. Yeah. Two goals. Ridiculous. We thought we had it. We thought we were getting away with the point. And then just, I don't know what happened. They just, they had that run and just put in a ball and Harry Kane just decided, you know what? Today's the day I'm going to outpower everyone. And then he just put his head onto it. But and there it was. I've, I've mentioned it a couple of times that if City can get that first goal, you're sweet. Like you cruise through a game, you know how to manage the game and you do that very well. Yeah. But if City go behind, you struggle. Even when you get that equaliser, like teams just want to get at you because like, oh fuck, we can, we can score here. Like we can yeah. do it again and again. But in saying that, Spurs didn't dominate that game. Mm-mm. Like City had all of the chances to, to put this game to bed, but the clinicalness of Harry Kane really was your downfall this week. Yeah. So, like, when we we look at the stats of it, City had 71% possession. Yeah. 71% in the whole game. That already tells you how much we held the ball. So, we had 21 shots. Spurs had six. Right? We had 936 touches of the ball. Spurs had 483. We had 755 passes. Spurs had 308. See, this is where stats don't win you a game. And that's what it is about this game. Football, it doesn't matter how good you are in the statistics. It just takes a a more clinical goal. And I guess the positive thing for a Man City fan right now is that you're not up against Harry Kane every week. Yeah. So if if you play like that next week, there's not going to be someone to, you know, bang three of their three shots on goal. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Is um, like when I saw it, I was more than anything. I wasn't surprised by the result. I I knew that this would be the game because they've done the double on you. They've done the double on us. It seems to always be Spurs, no matter what form they're in. Uh, when I say they've done the double, I mean that they've won both the fixtures <laughs> of this Premier League season. Yes, yes. Please every continue. every team plays each other twice. Uh, so both home times and they away. Burst us. Yes, home they, is the home stadium. Away yeah. is the away stadium. <laughs> Okay, we'll get them on the lingo. They'll eventually. We'll, we'll take a one lingo at a time. Um, but yeah, I wasn't completely upset with this. I mean, it's about time we lost the game, I guess. Yeah, uh, but it kind of leads to the bigger question: the title race is on, is it not? The title race is on. So where it is right now, City currently sit six points above Liverpool, but Liverpool have a game in hand. So should you win your game against Leeds, that then extends to only a three-point lead. For us, which is only one game, and there is still a number of games left to play, 
you know, we still we're still at an odd 12, 13 odd games left. One of them being Man City versus Liverpool. Yes. Which is probably going to be shaping up to be the biggest game of the season. Yes, and we already put it down to the the first leg of that match with a two-all draw was at the time it was, it was the crazy. greatest game that has been played in the Premier League so far. And 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 if we can kind of replicate that atmosphere at the Etihad, mm. it's shaping up to be a cracker. Yeah. Like that will be an awesome game. And especially the way that things are shaping up now with how close like there's so much to play for already. Yeah. Uh, the fact that you know both of both teams are still in the Champions League and fighting so hard right now, uh, you guys going into your your EFL Cup final, um, and are you still in the FA Cup? Do you yeah, get... yeah, we're we're going for four. There this you year. go. So he's yeah. going for the quad. He's going for the quad. Um, so there's a lot to play for right now in terms of the Premier League itself. You guys would be loving to get another title under your belt. Us, mm. sure, we probably deserve to lose it again finally for the first time in a few years. Yeah. I think it just. I think every team is under pressure to win every single game now. Yeah. Every single game is like a knockout tournament. Yeah. And if and and that's going for the other end of the table as well. Like I don't think like Burnley, Norwich, uh, Newcastle, Everton, those teams can't afford to lose any more games. They need to start getting results. Yeah. So if we look at it, uh, to take out the Premier League really. It's just City and Liverpool right now. Oh yeah, the- Chelsea. Chelsea sitting third with fifty points on the same games as you guys right now. Um, so there's a seven point gap between years. It's on, but it's not because Chelsea's form is in a bit of a rut at the moment. Chelsea fans would like to think it's on, but it's not. They 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 can't have, they can't win that many games in a row like Man City and Liverpool can. Do. Yeah, like they just don't have the capacity to go on those type of types of winning runs. Mm. And they've showed that when they've had like those boring nil or draws, where like you know their strikers just can't see out a game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then I say the- that now, and Lukaku's going to fucking score a hat trick <laughs> at, at Wembley. Yeah, and, and for the bottom of the table, same thing. It, it's it's there's five or six teams that are fighting out that relegation battle, and I want to give the shout out to Burnley because I've given them praise since we started this show, saying that Burnley are going to make their way back up this table, and since then they've had two big draws. And as of last game, won three 0 against Brighton. Yeah, and we we said like so they played really well against the team like against Man United and Liverpool. They played yep. really well, just really unlucky yep. that they had to come up against those types of teams. But we saw against Brighton, they just wiped the floor with them. Yeah, and the clinical as well. Yeah, Vegher showing why he he is a, a very good replacement striker for Chris Wood. Beautiful finish. Wonderful, wonderful goal. Um, same. Uh, Aaron Lennon came in and, and defined what the top bins really means. Yes. Yeah. On on a falling on a falling shot, he was almost falling on his face and still got a foot to it to put it that far into the corner and completely seal all three points for Burnley. And what that does for Burnley puts them in a really good situation. So they do sit 19th at the bottom of the table with 17 points. But they do have two games in hand over Watford, who are above them, and are only one point above them. So, realistically, should Burnley win their next two games, they will leapfrog and move into 17th place. And then it's just a battle for that last relegation spot. Yeah. And there's there's a couple of teams down there. You, you wouldn't expect Everton to 
be that low, but they're, they they've, are, they've got to sitting, start winning games. They're sitting on 22 points in 16th position. Just They can just start winning games against Man City if they want. <laughs> that would be very nice. Oh, look, look. Yeah, it can definitely happen that way. <laughs> Come <laughs> on, Frankie. <laughs> anyway here. Um, but, yeah, so the, the Premier League week shaped it to be a decent one across from where we... You know, where we're looking at the title race in general. Um, uh, I mean, all the other games were just as they were. Nothing too yeah, too special just, to talk yeah. about. Um, regardless of what Man United against Leeds, we don't need to talk about what happened in that game. You know, it was... It was a, Fred scored, all right? Yeah, yeah. We won't talk about Fred. Because Fred, who actually is the name of the player... Yes, his name he, is Fred. He's, he's trash, but then we call him trash and he goes and scores bangers. Yeah, so. he scored an absolute banger. Yeah. Uh, Leeds did a, made a really good comeback yeah, within like two the, minutes. Yeah, they scored two goals in two minutes. Like, fuck, it's on. Yeah. And then they just collapsed again. Yeah, and then they collapsed. Partly, partly because they had used all their substitutes by half-time. Yep, yep, without a doubt. Uh, but, you know, it's a good... It's a good turnaround for United to come back and actually do something decent. So I, I just I think it's crazy that we can say that they're contending for the Champions League. Yeah. With how bad they've been, they want that fourth spot. It just goes to show how shit the rest of the league is. Yeah. Like <laughs> in the this season, worlds yeah. apart from Man City and Liverpool, hundred percent. Um, but yeah, so that's all of that. Uh, upcoming for the Premier League, we'll just quickly rattle through the what's coming up. Um, not going to go into depth with every every game, but. We've got uh, Burnley versus Spurs. Uh, we got Watford versus Palace. Liverpool, you guys take on Leeds. Could be interesting. Yeah, and with Wembley in the background, it'll be interesting mm. to see if Klopp decides to do a second string team or if he's going to play his full strength to get the momentum going into the yeah. into the cup final. And it's, it's, it's at a hard position because the... The gap is so close. We we can't afford to lose it. You don't want to lose that game, but at the no. same time, you're in a final two days yeah. after. And we don't want to be losing at Wembley either. You don't want to be losing a final to Chelsea in the final. No. So, what do we do? Who knows? But uh, does, it will be interesting to see if Harvey Elliott starts, because that is the game that he got his big injury yeah. against Leeds. Yeah. So, maybe for his... I guess mental rehabilitation, like he needs to be chucked in this game mm. and just get through it without injury. Yeah, yeah, I see it. Uh, then we go Arsenal versus Wolves, Southampton versus Norwich, Leeds versus Spurs, Brentford versus Newcastle, Brighton versus Aston Villa, uh, Palace and go to Burnley, Man United take on Watford, which they should. Oh, that's a uh, let's talk about that game because that <laughs> that's a relegation battle there. That's a relegation <laughs> battle. Uh, would really bad for for Watford to lose that one. Unfortunately, I, I reckon they will. I don't think. Uh, Watford did do the special over them in their first matchup this yeah, season. Uh, as much as I shit on United, they've got to win this game. Surely they're, they're going back to win this game. Uh, then, as you said, it's Everton versus City. Yeah, and probably a bigger game than most people think. Yeah. Because it, there's a lot riding on it for both teams. So it could just be one of those games. Yep. Hopefully, for, for my sake. Am I scared just a little bit? Yeah. It's probably the first time you'll ever hear me say, I hope Everton win. Fuck you. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, understandable. Uh, and then West Ham go to Wolves. Um, so that's what's to come. Not as many big games, but in terms of the table again, big enough to go through. Yeah. Uh, Champions League. 
Let's touch on the Champions League results, shall we? The results? Yeah. Um, yeah, so what we had... First leg, the first day, we had uh, City versus Sporting Lisbon. Yeah, and a routine 5-0 win. 5-0 like, in Portugal. Yeah, like, do you do you want to talk about it? Because we're just going to be talking about how good City are, and then they go and lose to Spurs. So. Look, all I, all I say is Silva, Bernardo Silva came that back to, to, to Portugal to show why he's one of Portugal's greatest players at the moment yep. and one of the best in the world. That goal was absolutely picturesque and he was so unlucky to get his hat-trick ruled out. But ultimately, a player like him to, to score more than a brace is huge already because what he does for our team, yeah, it's just it's astronomical. He's, he's just the next reincarnation of David Silva, just a bit more touchy on his feet. Yeah, and he's looking, he's slotted, like he's playing so well at the moment, like he... He's pretty much like it's hard for for all of your players to be first team starters because mm. of how much quality you have. But he's definitely one of the first names on the you team. You would uh, you'd put him in for a top contender for the Ballon d'Or. Oh yeah, without if, a doubt. If if you get the Champions League and the Premier League, uh, like he yeah. should he should be up there because he's one of the main reasons why you're still in both. Yeah. So we take a good lead coming back to coming back to England for the second leg again. There is no away goals anymore. So basically, Sporting have to beat us by six goals to win. Yeah, which, you know, you can play your under-12s and still come out on yeah, top. not going to happen. Uh, PSG versus Madrid was a tight game. And yeah, it's 1-0 to PSG. This was another end. one where I feel like we should apologize to PSG, but I really don't want to. Because <laughs> once it, once again, like I shat on them saying they're from the Farmers League. and then Yeah, but... but yeah. Honestly, I think that was Real Madrid having a very bad game. Yeah. Because they didn't control like they normally do. And they like they made PSG look good. They did well enough to hold hold on to a draw for a full 90 minutes, but it's Kylian Mbappé who comes in in the 90 oh, seconds. The, the back heel assist from Neymar as well. Yep. Very saucy. It was disgusting how he could run through that defense and then slide it home, but that's Meg's on the keeper too, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and straight through his that's legs. That's why. That's why Mbappe is up there as one of the best. That's why he's coming to Liverpool. That's why he's not coming to Liverpool. That's why he's coming to Liverpool. Uh, so then we move on. Next day, uh, FC Salzburg versus Bayern Munich. A very surprising one-all draw. Yeah, and um, Salzburg were up at halftime as well. So it was... Um, yeah, they led with a Damu. Yeah, and it was very surprising because they're not even the good Red Bull team. No. Uh, and they gave a... Bayern a fight, which who, who are really they're probably the favourites to and take yeah, it this year. Bayern only came in the, to the towards the end of the game for Kingsley Coma to finally level the game and you know wrap up a bit of an easier uh, second leg tie with them. Yeah, you, you'd think in the home leg they're just gonna Bayern tear should them apart. Bayern should turn on the afterburners here because it's not the first time they've gone into the first leg with a draw and then smoked the second leg. Yeah. It's definitely going to be easier for him to do that. Uh, and then it was Inter Milan versus Liverpool. You guys took that out. Comfortable 2-0 win. Yeah, and we say comfortable, but it, they they gave us a game. And then just like we do, we give these teams chances. They don't take it. And they're mm. like, well, this is how you finish. Yep. And Silent Firmino. Yep. On and it. And that, that's it. Like Game over. Wrapped it up where they need to. Uh, so upcoming for the Champions League in the, uh, the next batch of matches... Uh, we've got Villarreal taking on Juventus. Yeah, uh, Juventus are going pretty crap in the league as well. So Villarreal are not the worst 
they, the, they, uh, they, the league they come out with surprisingly they can put decent out a good results. Result. Yeah. They can put out something good if they really want to take it. United fans probably remember how good re- results they yeah. can. They exactly. Can, they can, yeah. Um, then Chelsea versus Lille. Hopefully the only Lille other come out. Team. Well, I just hope that they give them a good game so just to... It's, very, it's very possible to to be in the last sixteen. You know, you're not there by chance. Yeah, you have to you have to be playing quite well. You're gonna put you're gonna put up a test. And you would think that Chelsea are gonna go full strength here too because it's a Champions League game. Yeah, you don't want to risk um, having it. Is, a it bad... is Chelsea at home, so they will want to protect the home lead yeah. very early as well. Uh, Benfica then take on Ajax. Ajax, you would think on paper comfortably. Yeah. But could go. Ben, it could go either way. But Benfica are just one of those teams where if they're on song, Benfica are the best team in Portugal. Yeah, if they're on song, they can they can upset any team. Yeah, surely. Uh, and then Atletico Madrid versus Man United, <sighs> which again Atletico are doing really well at the moment as well. I think it's just going to be a nil or draw. To be honest, could be. Yeah, it's one of those games. Both teams aren't going to want to lose it. Yep. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see where they where they go from there, uh, but that's the upcoming for the Champions League. Uh, I guess now we'll just round out the episode with a preview of the AFL Cup. Yes, um, but before we do that, mm-hmm. we do have to answer a question that someone sent through to us. Yes, yes. So, uh, Alyssa, was it Alyssa? Alyssa, yeah, Alyssa, yes, Alyssa um, sent us through a message and asked us to kindly pick a team for her to support. So we had a little chat about this yesterday, actually. Yes, yes. And um, it was between a couple of teams, but um, narrowed it down to two teams. Yeah, narrowed it down to two. So I think we've decided that you're going to be a villain, and that mm-hmm. is Aston Villa. Yes, you are. You are going to be a fan of Steven Gerrard's newly appointed Aston Villa team, uh, with some very, very shining players at the moment. Yeah, I think the reason we chose it is because they're pretty exciting to watch at the moment. Like yeah. they're they're on the up. Yeah. So, like, they might lose a couple of games, and they're probably not expected to, you know, push too high up, but they're they're looking promising, and I reckon they're going to make some exciting signings coming through as well. Without a doubt. We didn't want to throw to just a, one of the, the, the standard top six teams and be like, oh, no, you have to be a City supporter, you have to be Liverpool. We definitely wouldn't have given you a Man United choice. Yeah, no, that's not happening. And We wouldn't uh, want to put anyone through that. Yeah, because I think... As much as like as great as being like a top six supporter, there's always that little bit of you that wants to change and be like a lower team supporter. Yeah, like I love me personally love watching the Wolves, and you like watching the Hammers, West Ham. Yeah, but I'm a little bit more swayed over to Burnley now. Oh really? Yeah. For, well, after getting all your trading cards. For one, like I have so many of their of their hobby cards and that, and now I'm just like, you know what? I, I think I just have to go with Burnley now. Such a boring second team to go for, though. Actually, but is it though? <sighs> Like, Is it though? <laughs> Vort Veghurst. Goal. Yeah, but like, that's only this year. Yeah. Like, <laughs> look, Burnley have. Uh, Even this... the name Burnley, you just expect to go on to a scrap. Fight. Well, look, this season has just been a bit of a low point for Burnley, but, you know, they're, they're, they're on the up, and, you know, uh, can't believe you, you need said that. Burnley's on the up. <laughs> uh, they finished top 10 last year. They were exciting. There was a time they were in top four. What the first week? <laughs> no, like five weeks in or so. I don't fucking know. Look, well, we'll see with Burnley. Maybe Adams onto. I've something got a here. bit of faith in Burnley. Yeah. Look, my, I said they'd have a draw against United. I said Sean Dyche is the man. He's just got to get them on the up. 
They drew again, and then what happened? They got a 3-0 win. They're on the up. Alrighty. Burnley it is. Burnley it is. Coming in for it. All right. AFL Cup. The final. AFL Cup. The final. Formerly known as the Carabao Cup. Yes. I think also known as City's Cup. Is it still Carabao Cup? No, it's, it's now just the AFL Cup. They still sort of label it as a Carabao, but they just call it the AFL Cup now. Yeah. Anyway, this is, I guess, always played at Wembley, the like one of the biggest stadiums in England. Yep. Um, it's it's a pretty, like a lot of people call it the nobody gives a shit cup, but it's still it's still a trophy, and it's still a good one to have. When you make it to the final, you still want to win. Like you don't want to lose a final. It's still more. It's still another piece of silverware that Spurs will never get. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. And I guess. In regards to momentum, it is nice to have that trophy behind you and like, okay, let's get more. Let's get more. Yeah. Like we saw with City um, the last couple of years, they just, they were hungry for trophies and they just, they just keep getting, you know, trebles and trebles and trebles. And you can tell that the squad really bounces off that as well. It was always our one title that we knew we were pretty much guaranteed every season. But as it stands, the most successful clubs for the AFL Cup, coincidentally... Is Liverpool and City. We've both won it eight times. There you go. So this is our little... This is time to get one over you. You could finally get one over us here and get on the up. Um, so uh, we're the current champions. So we won it last year. Uh, the last time you guys won it was uh, the 15-16 season. Yep. Um, which... Against... Uh, it was... Was it Norwich? No. Who did we play? Oh, no. Sorry. No, no, no. That was, that was when you were runner-up. Sorry. No, the last time you won it was... The eleven twelve season, sorry, you you were runner up in fifteen sixteen against us. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. But we won it. <laughs> this is this is where it's absolutely incredible. So so we won it uh, almost consecutively. So we won it the twenty twenty one season, the nineteen twenty season, the eighteen nineteen season, the seventeen eighteen season. So four years in a row. Yeah, pretty much came the City Cup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we lost it the one year in the 16-17, but we won it the 15-16, lost it, and then won the 13-14. Yeah. Well, you're not in it this year. so No, we got knocked out of thank it. Thank fuck. But, you know, <laughs> we gave it a right old crack, you know. We, we, we had some good runs in getting it. Um, Chelsea, who have won it five times, so they're, they're, they're a team that are, are known to it. Yeah. You know. And we know that uh, Thomas Tuchel, the Chelsea manager... Uh, is good at these kind of one-off games. Yeah. Like, we saw it with the Champions League last year, able to grind out a 1-0 win against mm-hmm. City. Mm-hmm. So, you know, coming into a final, Chelsea's probably not my most favoured club to be versing. On paper, we should beat them. Yeah. But um, with the way Chelsea play and how they see out games, I think it might be very close. I don't think either team's gonna go out and wipe the floor with the other yeah and like you know as as it is from um uh from a from a where your guys fixtures stand right now having the weekend against Leeds as well it is a whole what team do you field in this match because as we said you're so close to that gap in the premier league but you're now in a final a couple days apart is there, is there a priority that Liverpool should have in yeah, this step? Yeah. Well, I think Klopp has pretty much guaranteed that Kelleher will be starting in goals for this one. Yeah. So, Allison, who's 
obviously our better choice keeper mm-hmm. won't be playing. So I, I, I trust Kelleher. I think he's a great keeper, but it might give Chelsea the incentive to, you know, go at it a little yep. bit more. Like, Kelleher's no carrius. Like, he's not going to be fumbling the ball over the line no, and gifting goals. But it he's will, proven himself as a, good, yeah, as a good keeper. It will be a challenge for him, though, mm. because with the likes of Lukaku, Ziyech is hitting form at the moment. Yeah. Um, Werner can show up in these types of games. Yeah, when he wants to. Yeah, so, yeah. And as of, I think the back line picks itself. Like, we'll have Robertson, Van Dijk, Matip, and Alexander-Arnold in the back. Yeah, well, he rested Alexander against your, against your match against Norwich. Yeah. which I hated because for fantasy reasons, oh, yeah. a defender on a it's, double is very good to have. Com- yeah, it's completely fucked most people's fantasies. And I was just like, God damn it. But I did Captain Salah, so I yeah. got 20 off the trot. I, I Captain Kane. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, uh, I manifested Kane to get You're the double. You're such a bad guy. Yeah, well, like, you know what? Actually, it was Lana. I was like, hey, Lana, um, who should I captain, captain this week? And she had a look and she's like, Kane. I'm like, Oh, she was like, oh, is that Harry Kane? And then I was like, yeah. Oh, here's the Australian. Yeah, I'm like, that's Harry Kuehl, darling. <laughs> <laughs> also doesn't so, play anymore. <laughs> so, but anyway, we came to the conclusion that Kane was my captain. Okay. And, and, and it worked out. So cheers, Yes, Lana. yes. Very good. Very good on that one, Jacob. Um, yeah, so uh, are you confident in this, in this uh, cup final? I am. It's, there's, we're not, we're, our front three, so Jota and Firmino at the moment are both out injured. Mm-hmm. So it's Diaz, Mane and Salah, who's on paper, that's... It's not the worst front three it, to have. That's a pretty great backup front three. Now, does Diaz play up front? No, so on, against Norwich, Mane actually played as centre forward. Mm. And uh, Diaz was on the left, Salah was on the right. Yeah. So I think that was kind of Klopp saying that if the boys aren't fit, that's what's going to happen against Chelsea. I think you could almost rotate and game between Mane and Diaz. They're so fluid when they're playing anyway. Like, it's the starting position, and then yeah. you look at the heat maps, and they're just all over the shop anyway. Yeah. It's it's so hard to defend against an unorganized attack, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Because they're just... A city do it That's as well. Way to like, a city. There's, there's no. The wingers never stay in their position. It's like attackers, you just attack, and however you want to get to the goal, just mm-hmm. get to the goal, and it's very free flowing and it's very exciting to watch. And without a striker as well, we're the fastest team to hit 100 goals this season, without a striker. Yeah, Honestly, you, like no one can sit here and go. Oh, City struggle because they don't have a striker. No, that's the most false statement you could ever have. It's very hard to defend against an attack that wants to be everywhere. Yeah. Because you can't say, okay, the left back, you um, mark the right wing, because that guy's going to be on the left. Yeah. And then he's going to be on the right, and then he's running through the guts. Yeah. Like, as soon as you attach to that one winger, we're going to yeah. drag you out of position oh, and yeah. put someone else there to exploit that. And that's when the midfielders make those bombing runs straight yep. through the guts. Yep. And... I think that's where the battle's going to be won for Liverpool versus Chelsea. Mm. Uh, the midfield is going to be so key, and Chelsea have a very good midfield, and I think Liverpool's work rate in the midfield is probably one of the best in the league. I see Tuchel putting five behind the ball, though. I see them running their three at the back and two And the two wing-backs. Backs. Like, they usually run when they know they're not too confident to win a match. Yeah, um... 
and if that might work in Liverpool's favour because we love to control games. And if and if Chelsea want to do that, mm. then we're going to have a lot more of the ball than what Chelsea are going to have. Yeah. And then they'll just try to counter us. And we love teams that try to counter us because of our high line. Yeah. We just get them offside every time. Yeah. So if if they want to do that, like fucking, we're we're good at breaking these teams down. But I think the way to beat Liverpool is you have to attack them. Mm-hmm. It's you don't you don't get us on the break anymore. It's the same with City as well. You know that's where Spurs got us. Is if you have a fast uh, front, and if you get that one ball off the counter and you sprint it, you will hundred percent get us because our line is so high. And once our our left and right back push up, it's only two in the at the back there to stop it. And now, unless you're going up against Kyle Walker, you're going to smoke any of our back. Yeah. So if Chelsea play um, five at the back, who's in the midfield for you? Who starts for Chelsea? Uh, it would be Jorginho and Kante. Yeah. Kante, you can't drop Kante. No, no chance. And Jorginho's proved that he's world-class. Yeah. I'd, so, say, I'd say you'd be you'd be running that. Um, but do you... Pl- so do you play three... Or do you play two midfielders for for Chelsea, even though you're going to be up against the likes of Thiago, Henderson, and Fabinho? Like, with those three in the midfield, we're just going to control that game. Two of them can't stop those three. There's no there's no way. Mm. So do you change your tactics for the game or do you just stick with your formation that you know you're not going to have the ball? Because that's just pretty much willing it to go to penalties. If, yeah. you, just, if you just want to sit back, park the bus for 90 minutes against Liverpool. It could be the way that Tuchel wants to do it. It depends how, well, for one, how well you guys go into the game. But then also how well Chelsea control the game. They might, they might go into it with a lot of control over you guys. Yeah. Never know how it's going to start off. And maybe he doesn't play the back five. Maybe he goes for a traditional four. Yeah, I think the, fir- the, the, the first twenty minutes is definitely going to set up for the rest of the game. Mm. Like we're going to see who wants this. Like if Chelsea are just going to, we'll see straight away. Yeah. It, when Chelsea get the ball, if if they've got the people bombing up the sidelines like their wing backs. Yeah, it'll be a very quick, uh, quickly painted picture to see what happens in this game. Yeah, and where I'm, it's going to go more I'm, of. I'm going for a solid goal in the first five minutes. Solid goal in the first five minutes. Yeah, we've, we've I've seen it every single Liverpool game this this year. We we have at least one crystal clear chance in the first five minutes, and we just fuck it up. I think this is the game where we just go, no, nah, this is it. All see right. it out. So prediction time then. Let's round out the episode. What is your final prediction for the cup match? Scoreline. 2-0 Liverpool. 2-0 Liverpool. You think just a nice clean... Yeah. We're not conceding. Not conceding. No. Okay. Um, I'm going to go a bit more controversial. I'm going to I'm going to say one all, 90 minutes. Oh, who wins the penalties? Penalties. Penalties. Liverpool take it out. Fuck Two, you. a Kelleher save. I was just about save. to stop this podcast early then. If you- <laughs> <laughs> I was really thinking it, but I know I still think you guys will take it. I think Kelleher will put in a very good penalty performance, and I think he will save the one that is needed to get you guys to win it. And that's just a good story, isn't it? It's that's a great just, story. It's just a great story. Because Kelleher is one of those guys where it's like, you just want good things to happen for yeah. him. Look, I'm, sh- I'm sure you will take it out in the 90. Yeah. But I want to I throw that little bit of magic in there. Yeah, just spice it up a little bit. No. You know, 
like Liverpool are too used to getting these routine wins. Let's let's have a fucking we we love it we love a scrap fight. Yeah. And the cup matches it happens. It happened in that 15-16 season when you took us on in the in the final. Went to penalties and what happened? Caballero triple save. It's and my god, I still remember watching that game and I was just in stitches. Yeah, and I think ever since then Liverpool have picked up their games on penalties. I yeah. think that's probably the last penalty shootout we've lost. Yeah. Because it was fucking shit to watch. <laughs> it was so shit to watch. Like, how yeah. the hell is this bald fuck saving literally everything that comes to him? He's the one that needs to go on goals with the penalties, man. We know what to do. Yeah. We know who needs to save it. Well, Kepa's not getting subbed off this time. Nah, he's going to definitely be staying in there. And he... Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it. I think that's where we ran out the episode. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening to Left on the Bench podcast. If you want to find us anywhere, links will be in our description. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, if you want to get involved in anything, send us any of your thoughts, anything, any notes that you have on, on your team's favorite performances or whatever so far. Um, if you want to check out my other podcast, because I do a movie podcast, it's called You Like That. It's a movie podcast. Linked it below as well. Uh, and yeah, just get involved. If you've got any fantasy tips or anything like that, let us know because personally, I had a very poor week. Yeah, my my week wasn't the best. Um, I got thirty nine points. Yeah, I think my captain Kane saved me a little bit. My captain Salah. I've got a. I think I've got a couple of players that are in that double week, so I think Trent can still get points yeah. if he plays against Leeds. I've got Trent Van Dyke and Salah still to play. Yeah, and that's you've got and you've got Salah captain. Yeah. And I've got Salah captain. Yeah, so, so as long as Salah does something against Leeds, I'll be happy. Yeah, and if Trent does come on and he gets an assist like he usually does, I'll be happy. If you keep a clean sheet, I'll be even more happy. Mm. But I know the rest leads. of my team absolutely yeah. sucked. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, like, I had a couple of people that just ended up getting five minutes. I'm like, well, fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a lot of two points across the board. Mm. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Thanks for listening to us here on Left on, on the Left on the Bench podcast. Get it out. Until we see you all in the dugout. You've been Left on the Bench. <laughs>